look out for evil in the world, you're going to find it. And you, you look for evil in your heart and you know that it's there. You know that you're battling against it. But it's a serious opponent. Something that we need some serious help battling against. And to do that, look up at your rescuer. Who is that man standing on the shore? Who is this man who sailed miles across the treacherous sea, who didn't run away when this, with this troubled and problem man comes charging right at him? It could only be one person. The same Jesus who stopped at nothing to rescue that one man is the same Jesus who stops at nothing to rescue you. The following is a sermon from Peace Lutheran, a church located in downtown Aiken, South Carolina. For more information and for more content, go to peaceinaiken.com. In this account for us this morning, we see that Jesus not only has power over the wind and the waves, but over every evil spiritual force. Please stand for the reading of the Gospel. The Gospel according to Luke chapter 8. They sailed to the region of the Gerasenes, which is across the lake from Galilee. When Jesus stepped ashore, he was met by a demon-possessed man from the town. For a long time, this man had not worn clothes or lived in a house but had lived in the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell at his feet, shouting at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, don't torture me. For Jesus had commanded the impure spirit to come out of the man. Many times it had seen. And though he was chained hand and foot and kept under guard, he had broken his chains and had been driven by the demon into solitary places. Jesus asked him, What is your name? Legion, he replied, because many demons had him. And they begged Jesus repeatedly not to order them to go into the abyss, a large herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside. The demons begged Jesus to let them go into the pigs, and he gave them permission. When the demons came out of the man, they went into the pigs, and the herd rushed down the steep bank into the lake and was drowned. When those tending the pigs saw what had happened, they ran off and reported this in the town and countryside. And the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they found the man from whom the demons had gone out, sitting at Jesus' feet, dressed, and in his right mind. And they were afraid. Those who had seen it told the people how the demon-possessed man had been cured. Then all the people of the region of the Gerasenes asked Jesus to leave them because they were overcome with fear. So he got into the boat and left. The man from whom the demons had gone out begged to go with him. 
But Jesus sent him away saying, return home and tell how much God has done for you. So the man went away and told all over town how much Jesus had done for him. This is the gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. So it must have been quite the day for those pig farmers, right? They're standing up there on the hillside, and there's this boat. There's this crazy naked guy that's screaming at the top of his lungs, and then all their pigs run off a cliff. What do you think their report to the townspeople sounded like? You know, what do you even say at that point? I picture it going something like this. As soon as they hear that last pig splash into the water, they turn and they run. They, they don't know what in the world just happened, but they don't want to stick around and see what's coming next. So these, these pig farmers are sprinting into town, and, and they catch the attention of those out in the countryside. You know, the people sitting on their front porches, notice these, these guys not usually running in the high school track in the morning. You know, what are they doing running so fast? And so they call out to them, where, where are you going so fast? Well, who's watching the pigs? And the guys are running so fast, they're, they're trying to get out. They just drowned. All of them drowned. And the country people are, are looking at themselves like, drowned? So the, the pig farmers, they're running into, into town, and, and they're waving their arms. They're trying to get everybody's attention, saying, help, help, we need help. Hello, something happened. Finally, finally, a crowd gathers around them. They've got their attention. And they keep saying in between labored breaths, pigs, all of them, in the lake, drowned. And the people are saying, what in the world are you talking about? Just, just catch your breath, you know, take a breather and, and, and start from the beginning. Okay. So the pig farmers catch their breath. And they give this, they give this report. So, so we are out there. It really started last night. There was, this, there was this really crazy storm. The, the waves were just crashing against the shore, and the animals, the, the pigs, they were, they were all riled up, you know, hardly slept last night. But then, all of a sudden, the noise just, just went away. We looked out to the west, and the, the sea was just completely still. And a little while later, there was this, this fishing boat and it was, it was coming right towards us. It was, it was docking right on the shore below us. A dozen or so guys are on the boat, and, and they're, they're scooping water out. I mean, they must, they must have been hit by that storm pretty bad. And then as, as soon as they step foot on shore, you know who runs crazy at them, charging right at them. And the, the townspeople are wondering, who, who are you talking about? You know who? And the, the pig farmers say, you know where we were, out by the tombs. You know who lives there, right? Legion. The pig farmers didn't have to say anymore. The, the townspeople knew exactly who this legion guy was. This man who had been possessed by demons, just a troubled man and who had been nothing but trouble for the town. Images of, of this man of him, of him ripping apart iron chains with his bare hands. 
and those, those eyes that just look right through you. And his voice, they almost got goosebumps just thinking about his voice. Just one man, but it sounded like, like the voice of a crowd. And so the, the pig farmers continue the report. So, so Legion, he's there. He, he charges right at the guys in the boat. We thought for sure they were goners. We thought he was going to beat them so bad, like he beat those guards last year. You remember that? But he just fell on his knees. He, just, he ran at him and he just fell at his knees. And I don't know who that guy was, but whoever that was standing there has got some serious guts because he didn't move a muscle. He just stood there. His legion charged right for him. And I don't, I don't know if those, those two guys knew each other or what, but it's like they were having this, this conversation with each other, legion and this guy. And the people in the crowd are maybe getting a little antsy. And so, so what does this have to do with, with all our pigs that you lost, that you drowned? Pig farmers say, okay, we're, we're getting to it, we're getting to it. So, so legion, he, he's on his hands and his knees. He, he, it's like he's begging this man for something. And that's when it happened. Don't really know how to explain it. The, the pigs were there, just we were, we were watching over them, I promise. They were, just, they were just sitting there. But then they got spooked by something. It was like a swarm of bees was, was attacking the herd and, and the shrieking noise that they made. It was just, it was awful. And there's, there's nothing we could do about it. Before we knew it, they just, they charged. They went right for the cliff. We don't know who that guy is standing on the shore, but we think he had something to do with it. We don't, we don't know, we, you know, we don't really have a good feeling about that guy. So the crowd obviously wants to see if this is actually happening. What in the world is going on? So the crowd goes out there. The country people join them on the road out to the, out to the sea. They see where the pigs had been. They see the grass is matted down. But then as they get closer, they see those trails that are just veering right towards the edge. And as they, as they peer over, sure enough, what an awful sight, just hundreds and hundreds of dead pigs rolling in the waves. And they look further down the shoreline. They see that fishing boat, the dozen or so guys that are there. They see a, a, a man standing there, but they don't see Legion. They don't see that demon-possessed man anywhere. And so, you know, maybe the crowd is, they're looking around wondering if he's, he's sneaking up on them from behind. But then someone from the back of that crowd says, no, look, that's him right there. And as they, as they get closer, they see a man sitting on the shores. His legs are crossed. He's, he's wearing clothes. He's smiling, and he's just, he's just looking up at that man. They get closer, they get closer, and the man standing there looks over at the crowd. The crowd's looking kind of nervous, kind of scared. And the crowd says in scared voices to that man, Hey, you, get out of here. We don't, we don't want you here. We, we know what you did. Can you, just, can you just leave? And that's all it takes. The man standing there gets up, turns, and, and heads back to the boat with a dozen or so men with him. 
But the legion, he, he stands up from the ground, runs after the man, grabs him by the shoulders. Again, he's, he's begging this man for something. But this time, his, his voice is different. It's softer. It's, it's genuine. But the man turns to Legion. He shakes his head no. He points to Legion. And then he points to the crowd. And then walks away. Gets in the boat and sails across the sea. So Legion, he's, he's left standing there in the shores. He's, he's watching this, this sailboat disappear. And then there comes that moment when he turns and faces the crowd that's standing behind him. You wonder what's going through their minds. You know, are they, are they shivering? Are they shaking in their boots? What's he going to do to us now? And Legion, he says, look. And they're, they're really scared. What is, what is this guy going to do? But Legion says, look at what God has done for me. He points to the boat sailing away. He says, God has done this for me. He grabs the clothes on his arms that are covering his scars and his dirt and his grime. And he says, God has done this for me. And the crowd stands there frozen as they look at this man before him, before them, smiling and tears running down his face. As he says, Jesus has done this for me. If you're standing in that crowd, how do you take those words from this man who had been demon-possessed? Or if you're in the town and you hear this report, what are you thinking? As you look down from that hillside and all these events before you, take them to heart. And I want to help you do that this morning. I want to focus your eyes on three things to look for in your life today. Here's the first one. Look out for evil. We have this account before us. This man had thousands of demons. But do you think demons are real? Do you believe that demons are a reality in 2022 America? I think sometimes we, we maybe live these sort of modern, suburban lives and, and we sort of forget about all that. We think, okay, maybe, maybe in some of those less developed countries, it seems like, you know, maybe I've heard a story about some, some weird demon stuff going on there, but, but not in America. Let's not be so naive. Demons are real. There are actually evil spiritual forces out there. And they, they are bloodthirsty to kill and to destroy. I read a, a story last week. Maybe, maybe you heard about it in the news too. 17-year-old boy. He sends a picture that he probably shouldn't send to someone posing as a woman. He gets a message back that says, unless he sends $5,000, that photo is going to be shared with family and friends. 17-year-old boy. 
He's so scared, so embarrassed, he takes his own life. This stuff is out there. We might not see demons walking down the street and causing chaos in the downtown, but we certainly see the destructive path that they leave behind them. How these evil spiritual forces seek to expose and embarrass. How they want to point out all of our flaws. How they want to get us to hurt ourselves and hurt other people. When you look out into the world, you will find evil. But maybe that's actually easier you know, to look out for evil than it is to look in. You know, what sort of evil spiritual forces, what demons are we battling with? We're probably not ripping iron chains apart with our bare hands. But I bet you there are some of those days where you get angry enough that it feels like you might be able to do just that. Or those eyes, those eyes of lust that are always craving more. Especially when, when they're wandering in the lonely, dark corners of the internet. Or we might not have that voice that sounds like a thousand people talking, a thousand demons. But we certainly have the power of our voices, right? As we blast hateful words and inconsiderate words all over social media. You look out for evil in the world, you're going to find it. And you look for evil in your heart and you know that it's there. You know that you're battling against it. But it's a serious opponent. Something that we need some serious help battling against. And to do that, look up at your rescuer. Who is that man standing on the shores? Who is this man who sailed miles across the treacherous sea, who didn't run away when this, with this troubled and problemed man comes charging right at him? It could only be one person. The same Jesus who stopped at nothing to rescue that one man is the same Jesus who stops at nothing to rescue you. Jesus left heaven. He came to earth to rescue you. Jesus, he looked down at us, poor, helpless sinners. And he loved us in a way that only Jesus can. He didn't look at our problems and turn the other way, but he looked down at us. And he loved us. He took our evil. He took our sin, our shame and embarrassment, all the things that we do in the shadows. And he put them on himself. As he was exposed for the world to see, the devil and his demons, they thought they'd done, done away with this guy. Just like the townspeople had thought, you know, he, Legion, he's out, he's out in the tombs, we don't have to worry about him anymore. So the devil and his demons are thinking as, as Jesus' body is being carried to the tomb, oh, we've got him. We're, gonna, we're never going to see this Jesus, Son of God guy again. But not even death could stop Jesus from rescuing you. The Apostle Paul says it better than I can. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, 
nor any powers, nor anything else in all creation, neither height nor depth, will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Look up at your rescuer. See him standing there. Sit at his feet. Hear his voice. You are so safe there. See what he has done for you. Look at the scars. Look at the marks on his hands. Feel feel the threads of his clothes on your back. That cloak of righteousness that covers all of your shame. Sit there with a right mind. Finally, the, the ability to say no to sin, to battle against evil and temptation, because God has given you this power. He has given you this faith in your hearts. Look up at your rescuer and smile and say, Jesus, you have done this for me. And finally, keep looking for one more. Jesus went to great lengths to save just one man. And often that's what rescue work looks like. It means going to great lengths to save a person, just one person, one at a time. And that same drive, that same push to save one more, that is written in our values as a church, in our mission statement, that we are a church who will do anything for just one more. If we carve out a quarter of a million dollars and and have this huge outreach push, and at the end of that, one person has come to faith by the Holy Spirit, that is just a spectacular success. Are you kidding me? One more person has been freed from the slavery of sin and Satan. One more person is on the road home to eternal life. It's a huge victory, a huge success. And as we keep looking for that one more, we probably don't have to go looking very far. Jesus, he, you notice, he pointed that man to the crowd, to his town, to his own people, his own family. Jesus points us to our own town, to our own communities and neighborhoods and families. These people are right there. Go and tell them your story. Tell them how much God has done for you. And then just, this will blow their minds when you tell them that God has done the same thing for you. Find one person and do that. And then once you've done that, find one more. And once you've done that, find one more. And don't stop. Keep looking. As you keep looking out for evil, know that Jesus is stronger than any evil that's going to come your way. As you keep looking up at your rescuer, know that Jesus is standing there guarding you, protecting you from any evil attack. And as you keep looking for just one more, know that Jesus is walking by your side every step of the way. And so we can say with that man standing there on the shore, Jesus has done this for me. Amen. Let's pray. Dear Lord, you truly have power over all things. 
You cast out demons. You destroy death. But you also have the love that sails across seas to rescue us poor sinners. Fill us with that same love, that same power to keep looking for one more. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.